Howdy. Fellas. <laughs> I mean, with all your uh, new listeners, I don't think you can claim to be the list, least listened to podcast anymore. True. That might go my way. That might heard, go my direction. I heard you announce that, and I was like, that's false. That might, that might uh, yeah, that might go towards me. Hi, guys. Hi. It, it originated as my radio show. Mm. And, and part of my radio show announcement, and I got, like, major kudos from the old DJs at the time. I would say, you know, you're listening to KZMU. We go from one end of town all the way to the other. <laughs> nice. But then I, finally, uh, we I changed it. We went everywhere. We could go. I went all the way around the world. But I joked about having the largest number of uh, groundhogs and prairie dogs. <laughs> I had a prairie dog earlier today. Had to let loose. <laughs> Any hizzle. Uh, I brought in DB first to see if that might fix the uh, situation. We doesn't have Buddhist. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I mean, if no. yeah, if Bentley goes out first, then uh, or if he goes out at all, then we'll know that there's probably something to do with my anchor or anchor not being able to support these three big dicks. Know what I mean? <laughs> uh, well, and for you to know, mine's in the <laughs> junk drawer. <coughs> I'm feeling, <coughs> I'm feeling better. Uh, I think I sound better tonight than I did last time. A little bit higher of a octave in my voice. I still got the cough. My mom turns out has uh, pneumonia. Yeah, so does, so. so does Cap's wife. You know, I've Dang. heard that from uh, five different dudes. They thought they oh, had I mean, something, and they had pneumonia. I wonder if all of these people got the vax. Mine did. My mom did. Did you uh, did yours? What? Did your mom get the vax? Uh, I know two did. My sister, because they're both nurses. Your mom did? Okay, so there's two people that got the vax and they got pneumonia. I know two no, of I said, the five I said did. Cap, Cap's wife. Cap's wife didn't? didn't? No, I don't know about her, but that's what I said, pneumonia. I didn't say anything about my mom. Oh. I thought you said your mom did too. Maybe I'm well, retarded. I said your mom. I'm retarded. You know your mom. Oh, oh. <laughs> got what you saying that. Hang on, I gotta go sit down and pee. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I did uh, do a podcast about that. I know, that's why I said it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Plus, then I won't drop my phone in the toilet. Good point. <laughs> I did. That was an actual conversation I had with a uh, woman. What? That she sits down to pee? No, she <laughs> wanted me to sit and pee. And no, 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 no. <laughs> I was like, "What?" No, she was. Uh, she did. She immediately got over it. Uh, you know. Yeah. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. I'm, I'm a real man, woman. Sorry. I think that's when I referred to her as woman. I assume it had to do with that, with the fact that she had to clean piss droplets off the. Well, and that I showed her that how I peed, and she was cool with it. She's like, "Oh, Inter interesting." Yeah, okay. I was like, 
Yeah, I'm, yeah not a, I'm not a three-year-old stands against the wall. I mean, I lean up against the wall if I can. That's always nice. First thing in the morning, you're still tired, a little, you know, off balance, off kilt. Just got to lean against the wall. Do oh, you, do you pee in the shower? No. That's just going to okay. say. So this is, dude, I know a lot of people that do, fuckers, do. fucking nasty-ass sons of bitches. You do, like, too. Like you... Costanza, they're all pipes. Gross, dude. You, you know if you pee on your feet, you never get athlete's feet, right? Mm. I don't want to pee on myself, though. Might as well. You're well, I do not know if that's true. I heard that since I was a kid. I said that many times, and I remember some kid who grew up later who commented back to me, well, you said that to me. And I was like, well, dude, I didn't think, you you know, I don't know. You're in the shower peeing on yourself, whatever, but you peed on your feet? No. I was like, did you ever get athlete feet? And he said no. And I was like, well, okay. (laughs) I have a strict, okay, so I guess I'm going to give up a little bit of of, uh, dirty laundry. My uh, So brain... And his wife, my sister, they both admit to peeing in the shower. And I'm like, you nasty motherfuckers. But my wife does too, mind you. So these three people in my family. That's cool your your sister stands up peeing. I give her props to put that. (laughs) I'm like, you guys are fucking nasty. I go, do not pee in my shower. (laughs) (laughs) You, when you come to visit, you do not pee in my shower. And they're like, well, where else am I supposed to do it? I'm like, in the fucking toilet, right next to the shower before you go in. That's my routine. It's easy. I take off my clothes, I go, oh, i got to pee. And I fucking piss in the toilet, and I get in the shower, and I wash myself clean. Boring. So you don't poop in the shower, then. Oh, jeez, no. No, they, they might that's as well. That's next level. No, it's yeah. not nearly no, that's, I don't think that's the same, no. no. Not nearly. There's a oh, hard no on that one. Gross, <laughs> <laughs> man. Really took a no, tangent we, here. Jeez. We might have to have a conversation about your habits after you done, get done doing that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's my that's my go to for uh post sex. So I can't usually get it in the toilet post sex, so I just go in the shower it's uh just wherever it goes, it goes. When you piss? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, what well, a post sex shower, yeah, that's the done deal for me that's dude that post that post sex piss man sometimes uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's like do you stand there with your ass way back in the air bro. trying to pee well yeah well you like you go to take you go to let loose and you're like you're like what's wrong with this you're pissing all over everything terrible. i get it i get it but still i'd rather piss all over my toilet than piss in my shower I don't know. I'm, I, I'm not going to fault you for that. Purpose. You're not allowed to take showers, you son of a bitch. I'll, I'll just hose you down outside. Go in the bathroom. After you use your bathroom. Okay, hey, do you, <coughs> I know I, what you're doing in there. You I got one someone. more for you. I got a good one for you. Let's hear it. Because I had a buddy of mine. Always, he couldn't. He couldn't poop downtown when we went out. He always had to go home to do number it. two. Yeah, yeah, I get that. And uh, yeah, I get that too. Honestly, I'm like, all right. I didn't have a problem doing that, pooping somewhere. Yeah. I go poop in the alley. It's like, it's like I got some toilet paper. I'm cool wherever I poop then. But right. then, uh, he's not like that. But uh, his uh, pooper room was in between two bedrooms. 
And oh, I happened to be, be I happened to be walking from one bedroom to another bedroom and passed him with the bathroom door open and could see him on the toilet pooping, right? <laughs> but I saw him wiping at the time. Interesting. <laughs> Out of the corner of my eye. Well, oh, hold on. And so I stepped into bedroom number two and stopped and thought, what did I just see? <laughs> and I stepped back <laughs> to the middle <laughs> and I see him with his right hand in between his two legs. <laughs> Wiping, oh. his, wiping his ass and I was cause I was like dude what are you doing <laughs> <laughs> and he looks at me stupid he's like I'm wiping my ass and I'm like no dude who taught you how to do that your mom didn't <laughs> teach you how to do that women don't this teach people teach how, to how to do, do that it. like yeah. that no but well this is the thing is that women aren't even supposed to wipe back to front yeah I knew that and I was like his- you didn't learn that from your mom. <laughs> He's using his sack as an actual fucking mud mud flap. That's gross. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, I had to argue. I was like, now I understand why we came back because you got shit all over yourself. You got to get in the shower to clean it up. Okay, yeah, now that's I get you it. Go. You know what? We can't be friends anymore, man. <laughs> I don't like how you wipe your ass. <laughs> I can't trust you. <laughs> I'm like, oh. What's wrong with you? Uh, to you answer go. your question, no, you go from the side, and you go, you go uh, front to back. Now I've heard, I've, I've, dude, I used to work with construction workers, right? So I've heard some shit. Um, this one nasty, um, I don't know if I can say his name, but he was, he was <laughs> a pot belly. He was pot belly because his liver was so big, because he was an oh, alcoholic. Geez. He almost died when, when we were working together. Uh, he was a douchebag. No good. But this gross motherfucker used to go, yeah, you wipe, and then the last wipe, you smell it to see oh. if there's anything in there. And I'm like, what is the matter with you? <laughs> Not the method. <laughs> Where did your parents go wrong in raising you, you fuck? You know? I gross. hope he no. was just messing with you, but uh, yeah, I'm like, nah, No, he okay. wasn't. This, okay. This, this, this guy was, he was fucked up. I would um, love to be there because I would shove it in his face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, personally, I use uh, baby wipes. Love baby wipes. Been using them since my uh, my son was born, and we had to get baby wipes. And I go, these damn things do a good job. That they do a great job on me. And sure enough, started using baby wipes then. And haven't uh, haven't stopped since. And I got the cleanest. Cleanest? No, I can't do that. I don't want an enema. I don't want something going in my ass. You don't you know get max mean? pressure. But you can adjust that. Yeah, I guess. I've installed a couple, but yeah, and but even I've then. never used one. I'm like, no, I'm cool. Well, you know what's funny is like, you know, you, you do that not to use toilet paper or have to wipe your ass, but you eventually you have to, you know, get in there and wipe that out. Well, I'll say it like this: it right? let's dry. Say some, let's say you get some peanut butter on the on the counter, right? You spray it with some water. You think that peanut butter's off? See what I mean? Well, you gotta wipe it you off. You can't compare poop to peanut butter. I feel like that was the best comparison I, I've come up with in a while. It's friggin' oil, though. Yeah, well, I don't know. Nice try. 
Sometimes I shit it. Well, gravity's not helping it along. Now, if you stuck it on, uh, say, the t the bottom of your cabinet, you know, over over top of your sh uh, countertop, and then you spray the longer, it. The gravity, longer gravity, you know, with work. We could change the subject at any time. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm invested. I feel like the longer this, this goes on since I made that comparison, the better I feel about that comparison to peanut butter. I, th I think that that was the best. <laughs> the best, dude. It was great. I feel real good about that. <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, I use baby wipes, and they're fucking phenomenal. I suggest every man do. Because we got hairy asses. Right, we're hairy men, hairy boys, and uh, I don't think water will do it. I think we need to take this to a court of law. I, I tell you what, I got, let's take it to this. My one, my one piece of sex advice I got from my uncle Jim when I was about thirteen, and uh, he's like, because nobody even talked about that back then, but he. He was kind of drunk, and he'd tell me anything I wanted to know. And he, he, All right, at this point, wait, I'm going to let you finish, but at this point, this feels like a... <laughs> feels like a molestation story, dude. <laughs> no, it's not even close, it no. <laughs> it is like, the. this is going to help if you don't okay, know okay. any better, it's going to help everybody out. But this is was the advice I got after he... Uh, Gave me his drunk, uh, <laughs> <laughs> It's like, if you think you're going to get a blowjob, make sure you go wash your ass, get that all cleaned up, do her a favor. I was like, anything yeah. else? He's like, oh, that's it, that's all I got, go away. Make sure she wants to come back again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I would tweak it just a bit to say if you want more, if you uh -huh. want if you want numerous blowjobs to make sure that the first time you're smelling good down there. So that was that was it. That's all I got. That's so yeah, no, when that's it comes good. to like cleaning up your ass and you want to get blowjobs, you need to okay. uh, do what you need to do. So it turns out this is not to do with us because I brought them in the first time. This is, I think this has something to do with his toilet phone. On D.B. Cooper's part. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I'm, I'm joined up by a laptop, if that helps. Yeah, I think you and I both have good connections. But I have talked to you on uh, my phone. Yeah. Uh, um, no, I mean, it's... it's. Um... Sorry, I'm scratching my back. It feels so good. Fucking uh, pack scratchers are like the best invention ever. Um... <clears throat> no there's uh i use old spice body spray but there's a body like um it's a body spray that you can spray all over and it's like a dry spray oh it's so good it keeps you nice and and dried up smelling good all day it's, it says 48 hours but that would entail that you don't take a shower for two days <laughs> so i highly suggest you fucking take showers every day but uh, you can spray it on your nuts, and your fucking nuts are nice and dry. Oh, it's so nice. So nice. And they smell good, so, you know, it helps uh, to have dry, good-smelling nuts. 
for anybody that uh, any man out there. I, I think the majority of the people that listen, I have looked at the analytics. The majority of people that listen to this are men. <laughs> so this uh, is advice going. Okay. Oh, but also for the women that listen, tell your boyfriends go. They there is a uh, Old Spice dry spray that, that you can get. Ladies, go go through and you smell each one. Not dicks, but like the sprays in the aisle, and uh, pick out your favorite. Have your man spray his, his downstairs with it. You're welcome. Woo. So, anywho, uh, Carrie Lake's lawsuit went forward. Cool. It moved forward Whoa. to what? <laughs> Up against a brick wall? <laughs> it could, but. The evidence that she's brought out so far that her lawyers have, have uh, brought out have been phenomenal. Um, and it's it's absolute evidence that uh, Maricopa, Maricopa County is uh, just... If we, can, if we were to give them anything, it's that they are severely retarded, the people that run Maricopa County's uh, elections. They are so bad at everything um certainly uh, what's that called um corrupt whoever, well yeah but it's whoever uh carries all of the ballots and everything in and out i can't remember the legal term for that but uh they're they're not using the appropriate um measure measuring or uh, measure the appropriate handling basically they're not taping right. up stuff with the right tape in the right boxes and doing all the right shit and uh i guess there was another part that came out either yesterday or today i had listened to it the first day or so uh viva Frey and robert barnes robert barnes um has done some stuff with trump and and also helped out alex jones but these two guys are buddies now and uh i watched them watching the uh the trial and um there's a lady that I listen to also on, on YouTube or that I watch her videos and, and she does uh, uh, body language. She's a body language interpreter and she is awesome. She's got a very sexy voice too. And she went over all of this as well. And uh, it's all looking very good in favor of Carrie Lake. Um, but as you just said, I mean, the, the pessimistic part of me, which is thriving now in this age we live in, um, feels as if nothing's going to happen you know well they got that hobbs uh, lady in charge of all of it and pick well, yeah, everybody yeah that this. should be everybody's problem conflict of interest massive conflict of interest yeah you that, cannot how, how can that change that to where those people that are running aren't ineligible to certify well there's one answer that i can't get past that's the answer to solving all of these issues within our country and uh, it's the answer I don't want, and that would be physical violence. It'd be a war. That's the only way to get these people out because the system's set up to keep itself installed and to prevent itself from uh, losing its own power. And this is the perfect uh, example of that. You have somebody who is uh, the head of the board of electors who's also running for governor of the state. It just it should blow everybody's mind that she's able to do that. I mean, if Trump can't keep control of his company and run for president, or at least win the presidency and, and keep his company, how in the fuck can the person running for an elected position 
also head the election department. It doesn't make any sense. Well, that sounds like a, uh, that's got to be an Obama move. (laughs) Some kind of loophole he figured out when he ran for things, when he was uh, getting people to vote. But that that's really it seems like that's where you gotta start. <clears throat> Guess so. I had a uh, some lady come up and run and give me a line about DeSantis, but that was it. That's all I heard in the last few years from any kind of politician. Um, I mean, I will say this, especially when it came to the last election cycle, is and I've noticed this for years. Um, the Republicans, and it might be because their voters are the backbone of our country. They work, right? And they can't get out and, and canvas, and they can't get out and knock on doors and stuff like that. Well, the Democrats do. The Democrats get out, and they knock on doors, and they go out, and they have their people you know, face uh, the voter. And <laughs> Well, that's what you got to uh, do, period. And yeah, I don't it is. see the Republicans or anybody else doing it. The Republicans or the, the Libertarians. It's the Democrats do it, you know. And that's something that definitely needs to change um, on the on the, the the fundamental side of everything. You know, it's it's that's that's yeah. your foundation. I don't see the Baptists knocking on the doors, but I see the Jehovah Witnesses. You know what? Maybe that's that works against my argument that I just made because how many people are turning to Jehovah's Witnesses? And they do. They knock on everybody's door. Everybody sees them coming too, and they're like, "Oh shit!" Well, they've been coming to my door. I've been having fun with them. Yeah, I chatted up with them, and in, in a good, genuine fashion too. You know, I've had, I've brought them, you know, in, not in my house, but I've had them back uh, at my garage, sitting there while I'm tinkering on shit, talking to them and stuff. You know. Um, at the same time, I'm like, listen, boys, I'm not converted. You guys are fucking nutty. And I'm a Catholic, and, you know, we'll kind of sit and have not like a debate, but more of a discussion. Yeah. And, uh, you know, treat when, them pretty well. When I get tired, right. I'm going to say, so I've been looking in to this, and there's only 144,000 people get to go to heaven. Yeah, that's the. So, yeah. uh. Like, you might as well give up. So, how do I get the rest of you all to not join? This way I ought to be, you know. Yeah. 144,000, that's not a lot. The rest of everybody, but I guess you kind of go to, if you're a Jehovah Witness and you're not the 144, you cease to exist. You don't, like, go to hell. Yeah, I think it has to. It's like some sort of... It's just lights out for you. Yeah. How do they run that? Oh, they got they they don't line it up for you though. You lay them all around. Mm. They'll they'll tell you things, but they won't show you who wrote it. Gotta study the Book of Norman. Yeah, and the Mormon. I read some of that, and it just seemed like a regurgitation of uh, King James. As I was listening to you guys, and we were talking about that, <laughs> I was looking up an article because I needed to find this priest's name. Um, this is on foxnews.com. Uh, Shania Twain reveals decision to post topless for cover. 
It looks like I'm gonna be <laughs> looking for that yeah. article. Google image. Yeah, buddy. How old is she? Fifties? I don't know. A dude, she looks great. Being as yeah. I remember her, and was it the Backstreet or New Kids on the Block? One of them was on the radio at the same time. And my little niece loved both of them. But one day she stuck in the uh, Backstreet Boys or whatever in my car, and I flung it out the window. (laughs) Get that shit out of here. Oh, she about lost her mind. Yeah. But I told her Shania Twain was fine. <clears throat> yeah, the loss of fifteen dollars. Remember when it was only fifteen bucks for them damn things back in the day? That was nice. Um, I was at the five dollar bin. Yeah, everything's at the five dollar bin now. Uh, speaking of uh, uh, singers, uh, Celine Dion recently went down from the vax. She got, uh, I think they said it was ninety nine point six percent. They were ninety nine point six percent sure that. The vaccine is what uh, gave her her illness or whatever the fuck she had. Need to look that up too. Celine Dion vax injury. Well, that's so her. On the other hand, I've always found extremely unattractive for being <clears throat> Oh my gosh, she is so ugly. That's weird. Yeah. Like, you can tell she's like put together well, but yeah, not attractive to me in any well, way. Well, yeah, and that's the that's thing is become. As you and me were talking, and Gavin McGinnis talked about this. I knew about this. I can't remember who I heard it from. But you and me, uh, me and DB were talking about um, Faith Goldie. Faith Goldie comes from this part of Canada. And I can't remember exactly where it is, if, if it was like Saskatchewan or wherever. But um, it's where these French people and the Indians um, like interbred, right? Or bred or whatever you want to call it. Had sex, basically. And the Ottawa. daughters, was it Ottawa? Yeah, the daughters that would come out. Of, I mean, the women that were born from these two people coming Ooh. together are some of the most beautiful women on the face of this earth. And Faith Goldie is is an example of that. She is unbelievably beautiful. And I feel like Celine Dion might have came from this area, but she got she fell off the ugly tree. Not only did she hit every fucking branch down, she hit the roots. <laughs> like she, I'm no, I'm no pretty boy, but holy shit, I do not think that Celine Dion is pretty in the slightest way. That might be the meanest shit I've said in a while. On my <clears throat> then she climbed up and fell back down. But you know what? I'm fine with it because she, uh, she. I'm gonna look up this article real quick. She's been promoting some pretty satanic shit for a while. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Promote. I never had much for her, but everybody liked her. Was she a Titanic singing lady? Yes, that's what okay. I said. Okay. I like her song. That's all right. I can listen to it. I remember watching that movie with a buddy of mine with a couple girls that we were both really wanting to get with. But <laughs> we uh, laughed so hard during that movie that both those girls got pissed off at us. That which part? Man, I, I don't know. I, just, <laughs> I just thought the whole movie was stupid. I was draw like, me like, oh my god. Draw me, Jack. Draw me like your French, those French whores or something. I remember like I that. hated it. I'm like, 
I didn't want to see it at all. And the girl I was dating went with my dad. They're like, oh, it was such a great movie. Yeah, it suck. Movie sucks. Okay, yeah, I was then, yeah Jack does I, uh, die at the end. I was like, man, y'all couldn't pull dude in, really? Yeah, that's that's everybody's point, dude. It's like you bitch. And no, there was. <laughs> I mean, I know the story of the whole Titanic. I get it. You know, a lot of people died. Well, wow. Here's the story about the Titanic: is that you had some U.S. Um, legislators I believe it was I'm, I'm probably getting the story wrong it's actually something I wanted to look into and do an episode um, on was that there were some uh, people who were opposed to the 1913 um, institution of the Federal Reserve that were on board that and I think it they were the strongest opponents who probably could have prevented the Federal Reserve at that time from coming to fruition <coughs> Of being an established uh, money lender to the United States, and they were on it, and it was a uh, um, an assassination of sorts. Well, you, I'm cool with that. That you know, I know a lot about it, and I don't have a problem with the you know the honorable guy that ran the boat. Can't think of his name right now, but going out and hunting down a. Uh, iceberg and sinking the thing would really have to be what happened since everybody unless something else happened and they were all like no it was an iceberg you know I don't know if you guys heard it but there was they I don't know if it was the captain or somebody else but they, he said that not even got himself to sink that boat before they went on their maiden voyage yeah the, the captain though his plan was that was his final voyage right he was supposed to Take that to New York, get off, retire, and come back with uh, on the Titanic in first class and really enjoy things and go on to retirement. That was his plans. That was like what was written down. We know some people say it was the uh, Olympia, and uh, they sank it on purpose to get. Uh, insurance money. Yeah, my cousin was talking about there being a bunch of uh, people in power on there. Oh yeah, and it was lit up, and then you know, like uh, J.P. Morgan was supposed to, you know, he funded it and didn't take off. He decided to stay and take the next yeah. one, and a couple of his buddies, and uh, you know, yeah, it was lit up with the right people. Of course, first class was opulent. Have you ever seen it side by side with like a um, cruise ship today? I remember a uh, that I uh, seen the QE2 comparison with the Titanic, and the QE2 is huge, but the, now it's small compared to what they got going on. Yeah, and I remember seeing the QE2. Or seeing battleships pull, pull into like this harbor up in Maine, Frenchman Bay in Maine, and the, those Navy ships looked huge. And then one morning I walked out and saw the QE2, the Queen Elizabeth II cruise boat, and was like, oh my god, that boat is huge. I was like, wow. And then later 
finding out that boats and make that look tiny. Looking that one up right now. So JP Morgan, I guess, is being blamed in link to the Rothschilds um, to having sunk the Titanic, but I guess JP Morgan <laughs> also built the Titanic or was involved in the building of the Titanic. Yeah, it was like him he uh, was funded uh, built the Titanic, yeah. His dad didn't like him. Called him greedy. Called he him out. He had done something else shady before then and ripped off a bunch of people kind of legally but shadily. You know, yeah. and his dad was like, man, you're just greedy. You're, you're not a good guy. You're greedy. I didn't well, the three, got some games. The three guys that died that were opposed to the new Federal Reserve Bank were Benjamin Guggenheim, Isis Strauss, and Jacob Astor. Yeah. Uh, the Astor family was one of the richest families in the world. Uh, but they were probably not playing game at the time. Yeah. And somebody got to take a hit. Uh, the first, yeah. well, J.P. Morgan also made a book or uh, wrote a book 14 years prior to this called "Futility or the Wreck of the Titan." Yeah, um, there's a lot of similarities in that. Yeah, a ton of sim uh, similarities. And the person who, uh, the, the, I guess I don't know, ghostwrited or whatever the book was poisoned to death a couple years after the Titanic sank. You know, like I said, it, you know, when did these uh, coincidences, you know, how many coincidences do you need before you finally go? That might be a conspiracy. <clears throat> well, people are easily fool fooled. Sure. Like, you know, as, as an example, you know, like choices. You get choices and you think you know what you're doing. But I learned card tricks when I was a small kid. Not only did I learn them, I mastered them. Right, I can lay two decks of cards in front of you and say, pick one, <laughs> point yeah. at one, and I'm going to do, I'm going to work, you know, if you pick this one, I'm taking the other one, acting like that's what I'm supposed to do, and I just set it all up and amaze the shit out of you, <laughs> you know, right, and I'll right. keep letting you point at things later on through tricks or, you know, just slide a hand. Is DP what DP DB are you outside? Yeah, I just started my car. I got a running errand. Ah, gotcha. <laughs> Did you hear all that shit? <laughs> I thought. Oh I, I thought maybe you might be eating oh, chips. Yeah, I don't know. Anything, I was like, uh, hopefully it's low key. We hear. <laughs> he just <laughs> put a body in the back of his trunk. <laughs> you fucking wrestling a bear right now. <laughs> I do that sometimes. Well, it's a good way to get good at wrestling, I guess. I mean, just ask uh, Khabib Namurgamagamagamov. How did we get from Celine Dion over to the Titanic? We got there. Oh, yeah, she was oh, on the Titanic. The, the song for the what Titanic. Song? Got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. How about the uh, new avatars going from the Titanic to Avatar? Yeah, well, the Avatar, I guess, it only made, like... <laughs> it only made... Uh, 400 and some odd million dollars in its opening day and they wanted to make 2 billion because that's how much it cost to make the damn movie oh, yeah, well. I, I'm going to go I'm see not, that I'm not, I don't know if I well I'll probably see it when it's finally streamed 
Ain't no uh, way. I, I want to see that 3D. Is it 3D? Uh, you know, it better be. Was. The first one I didn't think was all that great. I mean, I'm not saying it was bad. I liked it, but I didn't think it was all that good of a movie. Yeah, I thought it was visually fun, but the plot and stuff. Was I, I thought it was cool. Well, then, you know, by the time it was over, I'm like, did you all just rip off Fern Gully? There was a movie that they did, I can't remember what the story was, but they ripped it off from whatever said story was. I can't think of. Um, but yeah, it was it was pretty bad of a ripoff, to say for like what it was. Uh, but I just didn't think it was like an outstanding movie that, you know, even now, I, I mean, I can remember parts of it. You know, I remember the, the main theme, I guess. But outside of that, it was like kind of somewhat forgettable. To the you, point where they, go ahead. You you have to watch it again, because while okay. you were sitting there, how did you feel about when you were watching it? And I'm only saying this because I listened to somebody else talk about it the other day, and they said for some reason when they walked out of there, they you know they felt great, but then after that, every time someone asked them about it, they said it sucked. It's like <laughs> then I went back to thinking, you know, when I was sitting there watching the movie. <coughs> how much I liked it from beginning to end, but somehow I went from that to it sucked, you know, two days later. Well, I'm my also issue. somebody that... Go ahead, T. I was say, my issue that just comes off as, like, the uh, tree hugger film kind of thing, Mother Earth stuff. Yeah. Pushing environmentalism. Environmentalist... It, oh, God. Yeah. I just... I'm not a fan of environmentalism. Gaia. Fern Gaia is I, I I don't know what to think about Gaia. Like the, have you do you know what I'm talking about? Like that that whatever that organization is that puts out like videos and shit about vibration and and crazy shit out in the world and all that. Nope. I feel like that's almost an iceberg to to something that we will we'll have to talk about at a different time. There's there's a shit ton of stuff to it. But no, the the I, uh, I like the idea of vibes. And vibrations. Sure. No, I agree. I've got that in the book for anybody that's read it. Yeah. Um. But no, I just I don't know. It's I, it's all right, but I'm the type of dude that you know I like shit like The Matrix. I like shit like you know, fucking. No, uh, The Matrix Doctor blew Man. my mind the first time I watched that. Yeah, that I'm like, first movie. What? <laughs> I mean, they set the bar so high that any, really, seemingly any any movies that they came out with after were just going to be terrible. And the fourth movie was oh, like... Have you, yeah, have you seen the recent one? Just Lord. It, it so made horrible. me feel better about the, the middle two. About yeah, two and three. I thought the second third was better. I th the second so the, when the second one came out it's like okay this is the second movie and you knew that a third one was coming out because they had already said it so it was like okay I'll give you some slack it wasn't that great but it wasn't terrible you know and then when the third one came out you're just like I wasted so much of my life on your shitty story <laughs> you know like you guys ruined that first movie so bad I don't I don't even know what to say. I walked I remember I went to go see it by myself I was in Ann Arbor. I went and saw the movie by myself, and I walked out, and the guy in front of me that was walking out, I don't know if he had a friend next to him, or I remember him saying that was fucking terrible and a waste of my money. And I just, I was like, yeah, <laughs> correct. 
You said that correct. Um, how about this? What are your guys' favorite uh, Christmas movies? Oh, well, mine is always <clears throat> and will be number one because people hate it when I say it, and uh, two because I say it's a Christmas movie. Can I say it? Can I say? It? I bet I know which one it is. Go ahead. Die Hard. Yeah. Booyah. I mean, it, it come out in July, I believe, but it was like Christmas in July. Yeah. He was coming home for Christmas to argue with the old lady about why. Oh, now you, I can't remember if she changed her name. <laughs> she changed her name. They seemingly were separated and going, maybe going for a divorce. Right. But he came out to stay with her, and she seemed to really, like, dig him. You know, and they ended up staying together after it all. So for anybody that hasn't ever seen it yet, there's a spoiler. Um, all right, DB, do what? you consider Die Hard a Christmas movie? Of course. Of course. You you got three thumbs up from all three of us. It I is think a Christmas I like, movie. I think I like the second one better, though. And that one's got a bunch of snow, though, too. How do you feel about the guy doing martial arts naked in the beginning of that? Big fan? <laughs> uh... Like, like all male nudity other than my own? No. What I do notice about that guy doing it, because they do like, he's almost like spread eagle Hans just from Gruber? behind. I know, it's his brother, right? Is it in the second one? No, Hans Gruber's brother doesn't come in until I think the third one. The third one, yeah. Who's in the second one, then? The second one is the general, the American general. Like and was, you see him it wasn't, fully um, Oh. Go on, I'll have to think of his name for a moment. So you see him fully nude doing uh, martial arts, and he's spread eagle, but he's, it's from behind. And all I noticed was, I don't think he's got a big dick. <laughs> yeah, Gary Busey. Yeah, you'd see my you'd see my <laughs> testicles hanging down the way he was. You'd see something. <laughs> uh, but outside of that fucking shock value, um, yeah, the second one was good. So for anybody that wants to, what I did this year for my family, because I'm sick and tired of, we just saw it today, um, tried to look up the new Grinch animated movie, you know, because I got kids, and it's not on anything, like if you look it up on Roku, um, it's not on anything that I have, so I have to rent it for like, you know, however much money. So what I did this year was, I went on Amazon, not that I want to give money to you know what's his name but Jeff Bezos Jeff Bezos I got the movies that I love for Christmas and here are my my top picks for Christmas number one did I, did I talk about this you did point? it you did it on your own yeah on your own yeah cast. okay so we'll go back over it number one uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation oh, I yeah. love that movie it is phenomenal um, that's a great one so now I have it forever. I think it was only like five bucks. It was not like I think I spent twenty bucks total for all four of these movies that I was looking for. Um, number two, uh, shit, I'll I'll say it. Die Hard, and I got this more so for my wife because she likes Die Hard one, and I'm a big fan of Die Hard two. Both of them are great movies, but it comes in a five movie package, and it's like ten bucks, and you get Die Hard one all the way through Die Hard five. It's fantastic, nice and cheap. Um, Scrooged with Bill Murray. Oh, that's epic. Uh, epic movie. Phenomenal. My mom hadn't seen it. 
my mom was like, I don't get it. I've never seen this movie before. I'm like, dude, it was back in the it was eighty eight yeah. when it came out. The beginning we when living, he when he shows but, that preview and it's all like super violent. Yeah. And then like <laughs> everybody's even, like freaking out. Yeah, they even have like a uh, a newspaper about somebody who watched it and died. Yeah. <laughs> it is so good. It, it Scrooged is such a great movie. Um and then what was the fourth one? Oh, Home Alone. And that came in a two per, uh, two package thing deal. And that was like I don't know, 5 bucks or something like that. Uh so you got Home Alone 1 and 2. Just watched Home Alone 1 last night with my kids. And uh, it's great. Those are four phenomenal, fundamental Christmas movies to watch. So I remember we we had rented Christmas Vacation. It seemed like it came out around Christmas because I, I think I remember being on Christmas when it came out the first year. Uh, that part. What'd you say? You broke up. Uh oh. You're breaking up. You're breaking up. You might be gone. I think he can hear us right now, but we can't hear you, buddy. Sorry. Um, yeah, those four movies are phenomenal. Good movies. What other movies? Now, I've never seen... Well, I can't say I've never seen. Um, Miracle on 34th Street. I guess there was a remake. That was on tonight. My wife was watching that. I I know I've seen bits and pieces of, of both the original <laughs> and the remake, but... Um, I've never fully watched those. Go ahead, DB, with what you're saying. Where did I get cut off at? I'll just restart. Right at the beginning of what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, we had. It seems like that movie came out around Christmas. And I remember we had rented it. Yeah. It was just you know, epic, and then like that part with the, the lingerie chick coming up out of the pool when he's like fantasizing about it. I was like, you know, nine year old. Yeah. Come true. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, that lingerie chick and in the mall or wherever where uh, he was when it shows her fucking hip when, it, when she like is showing her showing him the panty line yeah oh, so good line, you, Russ? nope dad can't yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit the best is when uh, I, I fuck man there's so many great parts on there the very beginning when he gets caught under the the log uh, semi and then he pulls out and he fucking flies off the highway. Phenomenal. Um, when they find the perfect tree and then his dad's like, did you bring a saw? And the next scene is him with the tree with its roots on the car. <laughs> it's such a good movie, man. It's so good. Chevy Chase was perfect in that. You know they made a number two. I've never seen it. See what? Those are all good. Uh, Christmas Vacation number two. Oh, yeah. Cousin Eddie's perfect. Everybody loves Cousin Eddie. And for anybody that doesn't know, yes, uh, uh, is it Dennis Quaid? Randy. Randy Quaid. Yeah. Um, those two haven't haven't talked in a long time. But Randy Quaid is like a huge Trump supporter. Yeah, he went a little nuts. Yes, him and his wife went to Canada to try and run away from the federal government but they got caught so I don't know if people would consider him a, a great somebody to listen to but he's uh, I think he's fine he's just a little nutty like I would watch his his uh, posts on Twitter when I was on there and they are out there but he's kind of just a goofy guy anyway in general <laughs> like it's, 
characters he plays on fucking in the movies are always nutty. But um, yeah, he was a, he was a great addition as cousin Eddie on there. So I want to make this. I sh- I meant to make this more of a Christmas episode because we have Christmas in what two days? Tomorrow's Christmas Eve. To so today's Christmas Eve Eve. <sighs> Oh, how do you guys feel about eggnog? There's a question. Fine by me. So good. So fucking good. I was, like, I've got just a little bit left, but it's like the kind that has... This kind, my mom had gotten when, <laughs> when she was here, and it's got whiskey and rum both in it. It's just like the one that they, they make, you know, whatever, and they sell it with it already in it. And it's got whiskey and rum in it, which is... A weird combo. I always thought it was just bourbon with um, eggnog or uh, uh, spiced rum. But this one is its good. And I was going to drink some on the show tonight, but I'm going to drink it on Christmas. Because it, it just seems like the right thing to do. And I want to do the right thing. You know? But tonight I am having Rebel Whiskey, one of my favorites now. And I'm almost done with it. So, but I'm going to have to pour a little bit more. And then I'll hit up the late night nuggets as soon as we're done with this so that I can focus on this episode. Um, DB, how do you feel about eggnog, sir? Uh, kind of torn. Kind of like I don't think we can out. be friends anymore. We're done. We're all done. You see, and then, like, also, I just like, I like it with no alcohol either. You like it without alcohol? Yeah, I don't like the alcohol one. No, I agree. I can I can agree to but, that. You know, actually, I can't say that for sure because I've only had the like the pre-mix, so <coughs> I, I had like like a made one. But like alcohol and a, a milk. Base. What what is eggnog? There's milk in there, isn't there? Say that again. Is there milk in eggnog? I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know what all the ingredients Whatever are, but I know it tastes delicious. And alcohol don't seem like a good combo. Dangerous. You'd think, yeah, you'd think that it would curdle, but it doesn't. It doesn't curdle. And it's good, at least I think it is. And my son likes normal eggnog. Obviously, I'm not going to give him. A cup. I did the other day though. I was like, "You want to?" I go here, buddy. You want to taste some whiskey? Um, because every father needs to do that with their kid, right? You want to taste a beer? Yep. Here, try some beer. See if you like it. And it's so funny because I remember being his age and tasting whiskey and going, "Why do you drink this? Uh-huh. This tastes like fucking poison." And he did the same thing. He took it and he was like, "Oh." <laughs> I was like, yeah, all right, good. You just wait till you're, <laughs> wait till you're in your twenties. What? Once you hit about twenty-five, all of a sudden, bourbon whiskey is like the best shit ever. So, but um, oh fuck, man, we got a couple of other things. Went to oh so uh Daryl uh fuck I gotta I'm gonna have to edit that one. God damn it. <laughs> See, I've been drinking. DB. Pretty cold out there where you're at, huh, buddy? Good lord, it's almost butt cold. <laughs> How cold is it out there? You sent me something the other day. It was negative twenty-five. I think it was like I think the real temperature got to like negative seventeen, but the the high was negative two. Lovely. Yeah. It's tropical weather. So, you know, uh, yeah. Uh, Bentley, how cold is it down there where you're at? How warm? Bentley? What was that? I said, how cold is it down there where you are? 
Oh, it's about 40. It's yeah, it's pretty chilly for Florida. You know, you got to put on some sweaters if you have them. You got to, you know, turn on the heater finally. Uh, weird smell. 42. Yeah, because you haven't had it ran in forever. Uh, up here today, it was two degrees, but that's the weather itself. But we had like high winds. They were they were talking this big game about this storm that was supposed to come through. And I've got this, um, by way of brain, I got this fucking immaculate uh, snowblower that's only been used once. And now I've got it. And it's badass. I had to drain out the old gas, put in the new gas, and get it started and going. I was ready for today, dude. I was so ready to fucking go out there. I was going to... Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna snow blow everybody's driveway, probably my whole block. I was gonna snow blow just to fuck around and do it, you know. How we got maybe the, a half uh, inch. Whatever they call that thing, how big's the intake? I don't know. Oh, 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 oh. Um, what's in between twenty four and thirty six? Whatever that is. Whatever that number is, I can't do math right now. Uh, bigger than two foot, smaller than three. Two and a half foot. <laughs> Fucking six <laughs> inch. Foot's 24, 30 inch, I think. Yeah. yeah. So it's like one pass is almost the sidewalk. So, uh, but I got it all ready. And then, yeah, like I said, we got about a half inch. And um, it, it was in part to do, well, a big part that they were expecting was like the wind's were upwards of they were saying 50 miles per hour and i think the highest they got up was like 20 something which made the the wind chill go down it felt like it was i think they said negative 25 here and sure as shit dude my fucking finch froze it rained all night last night so like everything froze my white van doors closed shut i can't open those fucking things um but long story short, we did not get what we were supposed to, and I didn't get to use my snowblower, and I'm fucking sad. But we will have a white Christmas, which is nice. Because, as we all know, the white Christmas is the right Christmas. Know what I mean? <laughs> Why power? <laughs> I didn't know you were going there, but well done. I got there. <laughs> I man, it's so funny because... You know, I'm pro. I I would assume that the majority of the listeners that I have left are people that like get that. You know, they're like, oh, okay, fuck whatever. But I also hope that there's like a lefty that listen that tunes in and they're like, see, they're racist and like oh melts down. Yeah, has a whole fucking day of like thinking about killing themselves because <laughs> because we fuck around. Any hizzle. Um. Now, with all of this that's been going on, sadly, it, you have in Europe, uh, more specifically, like Germany, like England, um, because of all of the funds that they've sent over and the this virtue signaling of not using Russia's oil, uh, it's been something that's been they've been talking about of not of not having the oil to um, use towards heating in their countries and now it's winter and you have a lot of people that i mean they've been they've been scrounging for wood there are wood burning stoves i would have to assume of some sort in their houses to keep them, themselves warm at night 
but this is a perfect example of why government needs to be limited as, as much as possible, allow for the free market in all of these areas, even including Russia. And I'll tell you right now, dude, um, because of all the shit that they pulled with Zelensky coming over, Zelensky came over for anybody that doesn't know, uh, came over to the United States recently in the last couple of days, went in front of, I think it was Congress, gave a speech and demanded more money from the United States of America, which is just fucking ridiculous. Um, all for nothing. It's all all to give them more money. It's made me want the Ukraine to lose and Russia to win. I'll be completely honest about it. I'm I am not that I'm necessarily on Russia's side, but and not that I want to pick a side. I could care less about this whole thing, and I don't think that we need to be involved, as I've said from the beginning. But because of all the shit that's gone on and Zelensky also firing a couple of or firing a missile into Poland and blaming yep. it on Russia and killing two people over there, uh, it makes me want to see the Ukraine lose. You know, this shit has pissed me off so bad. And now you have these poor Europeans that, again, I may not know them. I mean, I know my relatives over in Ireland went and stayed with them when I was there when I was 12. But, you know, I know that all of them are suffering right now because of this proxy war that we have going on in in the Ukraine, which is almost like a, a more of like, a, I don't know, a pissing contest to an effect with it when it comes to the United States and our involvement. You know, and now you have these poor Europeans, Germany, all over the place, Germany, I don't know, fucking, I know England, uh, maybe France, whoever else is um, together in, in NATO and um, they're making their people suffer not having the gas that they need, the oil that they need to gas their homes, um, which you'd think that they would have switched over to natural gas by now, but, you know, who am I? Um, but all because of this and their their desire for bloodshed, um, now they have their own people who are suffering, you know, as winter has come to Europe. It's a very sad state of affairs as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, and they are depleting our munitions. Mm. Yeah, good point. Depleting our <laughs> munitions. The, um, I don't. I can't remember who it was. I could look it up right now, but I've been drinking, and I don't want to. So we'll just kind of talk shit about what we kind of know. Like Germany um, has like seven days of bullets left. Yeah. Yeah, all of these countries are, including the United States of America, where and and now we have this new um, bill. Like, how how much was that bill? One point something trillion? No. Yeah, we're sending him yeah. Patriot missiles now. Right. So we're sending him all all sorts of uh, munitions and weaponry and money. Um, for what? And our inflation is only going to go higher because of this. Every time we send money over there, our inflation goes higher. Every time. It does not help us. This war doesn't do shit for us. Um, our gas prices are going to go higher. Right now they're low, like, or at least lower than they were. Um, I've paid, I think the lowest I paid recently, certainly in the past two years, was 289 and that was, or maybe 279 and that was the other day. So it's like, okay, it's getting lower. But I understand, as most other people should, that that is temporary. Why is it temporary? Well, one... We're using our reserve um, oil barrels right now. And we have been. 
And as long as we're using reserve, that means that we're not taking in more. We're not pumping in what we once were in order to fill the reserve and then still have left over and to the effect of being able to send it to other countries and making money off of that. <clears throat> we're taking away certainly from our own supply in order, and this is all in order so that the Democrats can go, see, we're helping you out. It's like you're not looking into the, the far end of that. Not only that, your bullshit EV uh, or your electronic vehicles like Tesla and all that, like given, hey, you know, what's his name? He's made all the money in the world. He's made Teslas and, you know, yada, yada, yada. But reports come out that we're not going to have batteries for these fucking pieces of shit, these remote control cars in 10 years. This, that along with all of the alternative energy sources aren't going, aren't sustainable to get us off of oil. Not that I even really, at this point, think that oil is all that bad, you know? And I'm certainly not going to trust the dipshits that have been calling me a Nazi for the past six years. They can kiss my ass with all the bullshit that they're trying to pull with green energy and all that. Yeah. If they would just do more with oil, they could do it better. Yeah, learn how to make it cleaner. Learn how to make it so that it's not... If, if, you know, these CO2 emissions are what's, what you're all pissy about, okay, try and make it so that it doesn't push out as much. Try to make it so that we can, we can turn around the effect of it, if that's the case, without trying to completely – like I just rewatched um, Trump's debate. It wasn't the full debate. It was just the, the, more so the clip that had to do with uh, him talking to Biden and Biden you know, him calling him out for saying, you're trying to get rid of the oil factories and Biden going, yeah, that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to get rid of the, the uh, oil production companies altogether. And it's like, how about if that's what you want to do, which I don't even think it's needed, but that's what you want to do. Uh, the, Trump's question should have been, can you get it done in four years? Cause you're not making it eight years. Can you get it done in four years? Biden's smart response to that would have been, well, we're going to start it. We're not going to get rid of it altogether right now, and we're not going to do it in four years, but, you know, Biden being the fucking puppet he is, turns around to go, yeah, that's what we're doing. We're going to get rid of it. And it's like, you stupid son of a bitch. Every third world country needs oil. They need these, they need the machines that we developed in the first world countries to come over and help them develop their countries. And the only way that you're going to do it right now and for the presumable, I don't know, next 50 years is machines that use oil and gas. That is the only way. When it comes to putting up um, wind turbines, you know what you need? You need machines ran on gas and oil in order to put them up. That's what you need right now. You can't put them up without them. That's what you need. So this idea of like getting rid, like you're not going to be able to put up any more fucking turbines, you dumb shits. You're not going to put up any more fucking hydraulic um, energy machines. I know that's a very layman way of saying it, but I can't think of the other way of saying it. You know, it's it, these environmentalists don't seemingly know what the fuck they're doing. I mean, even when it comes to um, trying to get off of, of red meat, which is the stupidest shit in the world, and, and cattle farms and shit, the answer to the the um oh shit what's that called when you don't have enough food whatever that's called vladdy (laughs) 
The answer, the answer, that's D.B. Cooper's name when he just came in. He changes his name every time he comes in, and I do enjoy it. Um, but the answer to scarcity, and the answer to all these problems, number one is to stop listening to AOC and the Democrat Party. They don't know what the fuck they're talking about. When they come up with their stupid soybean fields and, and uh, uh, whatever alternative food sources that they try to come up with where you have to plant, they're killing a whole bunch of, of living uh, 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 animals in order to do that. So they, you know, they're arguing, well, we're not killing as many cows and this, that, and the other. It's like, yeah, but you're killing all of these other animals when you develop these, when you develop the land in the way that you do in order to come up with the, the produce that you come up with. The real answer is to stick to natural agricultural, uh, natural agriculture and natural cattle farms. Dagger. What'd you say? You said dagger. <laughs> but that's the answer. It's to go back to what worked. And we to need more get, small farms too. We need more small farms. We need more farmers, which we have the this I think the smallest percentage that we've ever had in the United States. At one point we were eighty five percent farmers. And I think now we're down to I, I could be wrong on this. Um, as in even lower, but I think we're somewhere around 20, I think 18 to 20% of our population are farmers. And I think it's even fucking smaller than that, which is scary. And the thing is, is that the government has now come in, I've talked about this before, um, where they pay farmers not to farm their own land. So you have farmers... Talking about that. Yeah, it's terrible. And, and we need to, I mean, we really, as, as a people, need to get the government absolutely out of, uh, out of agriculture and out of farming. And it, it's going to help places like California, where you have the, the BLM, the, the Bureau of Land Management, that come in um, to say that they can't uh, uh, do the, the, nat the, the things that farmers know. I, I can't think of all the terms right now. The, the things that farmers know about how to prevent forest fires. The BLM comes in to say that they know how to do it better, and they don't. And now that's why you have the, the I don't know, uh, July, June, July, or August, those wildfires that are spreading all through uh, California that are getting worse every year. It's not because of uh, global warming or climate change. It's because of the fucking government isn't allowing the people who know how to handle that shit to do it. They come in, and they fuck it all up. We need we need more. Uh, what is it? Um, Gundy? No. Who are those people that had the standoff with the BLM a long time ago? It was the Sons. They had weird names. Bundy. Bundy. Yeah, the Bundys. We need more people like the Bundys. We need more people to go out and support the Bundys and people like the Bundys with their weaponry. Fucking have another standoff like they did last time. That was awesome. Oh. Gosh, dude, that was like a wet dream for me. Watching those guys fucking have a have a real life fucking standoff with the federal government and the government back down because they knew they'd get fucked up. I mean, there was like there was so many fucking American patriots out there with guns. Oh gosh, it was so beautiful. It is it is it was one of the most beautiful things I think I've ever seen when it came to like my lifetime in dealing with the government. You know, it's like something that I would have liked to see at Ruby Ridge. You yeah. know, my dad met that guy. You met who? No, my dad met the the guy from Ruby Ridge. That is kind of reference. That's when he became like real uh, into Randy. government overreach. Yeah, Randy Weaver. Yeah, that's awesome. 
gosh, I would have loved to seen that a whole bunch of Americans come out and just fucking take out their guns and point them right back at the fucking at the ATF. And then the ATF backed down. I'm not saying I would have liked to see anybody get killed, but I'd love to see the federal government back the fuck down from its own people. You know? Standing up for your rights. As far as I, as far as I, I am, how can I say this? Or how do I say this? How do I want to say this? I'll be right back. As I said earlier in the podcast, the only answer that I can come up with to right the ship, and this ship is going down, whether we want to admit it or not, this ship is going down. The federal government is leading our is leading us to losing our country. The only way to right the ship, as far as I can tell, is a war. I don't know if you want to call it a civil war or whatever, but a physical forcing out of those in power in the federal government right now. That is the only thing that I see right now. And it's why I want to empower the militias. It's why I want to empower the American patriot. And the, 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 is it good that – do I believe that it's good that all of the American Americans that have guns have them? I think it's good, sure, but I think it's better that we support our militias because a whole bunch of of people running around with guns, sure, okay, yeah, but I don't think the federal government is as scared of that, although they are. I don't think they're as scared of that as they, they are an organized militia, which is why they, they shit on the militia as much as they can. They make them out to be white nationalists and supremacists and this, that, and the other. They insult them all the time. It's a federal right that we all have to form a militia. So not only do I think that we need to have guns, we need to join up. Now, the hypocrisy that somebody could point out on me is, well, you're not a part of one right now. Yeah, that's true. I'm not, but I want to be. I reached out to the uh, the Wolverines, you know, and that Wolverines. was actually prior. Yeah. that Yeah, Red Dawn. Anybody, you want to know what I'm talking about, go watch Red Dawn. That's a possibility. It's a strong possibility. The original, not the remake. The remake was not so good. The original was phenomenal. <clears throat> with Patrick Swayze and uh, Martin Sheen. Not Martin Sheen. Um, Charlie Sheen. But um, I hate the image that that not only the, the federal government, but you also have the entertainment industry and the media are trying to paint militias out to be these evil ent- entities. When you have what's going on, and, and why I brought up the Wolverines is those were, that was the militia or the faction of the Michigan militia that was um, involved in this Gretchen Whitmer situation or the kidnapping situation, that was the FBI uh, orchestrating that entire thing, and none of the FBI is in trouble. That is – I meant to talk about that last time. That is uh, the federal government going after our First Amendment right. I'm sorry, our Second Amendment right to having a militia. It's fucking disgusting. You have Alex Jones in the First Amendment, and then you have this Governor Whitmer thing. And no, is, nobody's really pointing it out, even within the conspiracy research realm. I don't think anybody's caught on that this is a, a, an outright attack on the militias, on the Second Amendment and the militias. Yeah, they're going after our guns, sure, but what's more important is they're going after the militias. And the militias are not bad. These are, it, I mean, it's, it's fucking, I try to describe it as like the Boy Scouts for grown-ups. You know, it's it's a wonderful thing for us to have, and in fact, the more I would argue that the more powerful you're, the militia, the stronger our our military forces here at home. 
Our military, the military going out and playing, you know, police is not what strengthens our country or our country's defenses. It weakens it. I mean, think about your own house. When is your house the, the most protected? Is it when you're away and you only lock the doors? Maybe you might have a security system. That security system doesn't do shit. You might videotape people coming and breaking into your house, but it doesn't stop them from doing it. Your house is the most protected when you're at home. Our country, our self, our, and this is any country, your country is the most protected when your military force is at home. Mm. And yeah, that's my yeah. take. And ours don't have any ammunition. Yeah, and now ours doesn't have any ammunition because we gave it all away to dipshits fucking out there in Ukraine mm. shooting at, at the Russians. I guess, maybe. I don't know. They, they, they're also shooting at Poland. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know if they're just... I don't know what they're doing with that ammunition. And how, how fucking crazy is it that you have all of NATO that, are, that are, are handing over their ammunition to the Ukrainians and the Russians... There's no reports coming out of Russia that they don't have ammunition, you know, that they're running low. They've got plenty, apparently, you know, but Ukraine's running out of it. Like, what are you shooting at? Are you just getting drunk on fucking vodka and shooting at targets and shit and probably missing? Ugh. It's fucking terrible. All right. Do you have anything else you want to talk about there, bud? No, I'm good. Okay. Well, there's always next time, which will be next Tuesday. Uh, but in betwixt uh, now and next Tuesday, we have Christmas. So I want to take this moment to wish everybody a very Merry Christmas and ask that you wish everybody else a Merry Christmas. Not Happy Holidays, not some politically correct slogan, but rather a Merry Christmas. This is the time that we appreciate and celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. No happy holidays. This is Merry Christmas time. And I hope you all have a very Merry Christmas and your kids get lots of uh, Christmas gifts and you guys all celebrate, you know, all the wonderful traditions that we have during this time. So, Bentley, Merry Christmas, brother. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. All right, you want to plug yourself? If you need to get a hold of me, Bad Dog Show at yahoo.com and check me out at the uh, Fringe Radio Network.com. Fringe Radio Network.com. And you can see him on Facebook, Bentley Meadows. Or no, Bentley Craig. Bentley Meadows. One of the two. Just look up either one. He's a good dude, as you can obviously hear. Listen to his show. Check him out. Um, he's, uh, he's one of my good buddies. And uh, I thoroughly enjoy having him on the show. And thank you for joining us, too, buddy. Um, same with DB, but he's he doesn't have anything to promote just yet. We'll get him there. Uh, you can find me at, uh, or reach out to me at metv1105 at gmail.com. That is M-E-T-V-1105. I highly suggest still going to uh, theweaponbook.com. That is theweaponbook.com. I do have chapters 1 through 10 for, I think, it's $7.25. Um, you can get that for a gift. You know, late, late minute, last minute gift for somebody, for the member read, for anybody that likes to read. It's a great story. Um, sorry, I couldn't have the audio book out just yet, but that is still coming. Uh, you can find me on any social networking platform with the exception of TikTok, Instagram, and as of right now, Twitter. Just look my name up, John Omerchada, and you will find me. Uh, 
that's all for tonight, folks. That's all, folks, tonight. I'm still working with that one. Until next time, be accountable, be responsible, don't be a bitch-ass liberal. Later, buddy. Peace.